Gorgeous outside. Oh my goodness, the Great sun is shining, Kurt. Be here at Whitecast <laughs> Studios. Yeah, thank God the sun's shining. It's been kind of miserable the past couple of weeks. Kind of putting a damper on your fishing. Away. Yeah, and then I left the house and looked at my phone. We got a boil order today. Oh no. So yeah, there's something going on. The water know. overflow or I what? Yes, I don't know. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, hey, welcome to our I've Decided show, My Success. I'm Kim Martin, founder of I've Decided. I'm Kurt P. White, Kim's co-host. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we are excited to have you join us today. Uh, this is our second trip down this little road of having a live audience. And we have a live audience here today. And we're doing kind of uh, educational informational series with our My Success show. A piece of the puzzle of success is being informed and getting education and um, helping us along the way of our success journey. Right. So, And we always, and our success, our journals that we keep kind of guide us through and what's our word for the week? Yeah, our weekly winning word is sustain. And it says to continue or maintain for a period of time. And I think, you know, that's where we fall off. Mm -hmm. Like we all have good intentions, right? We all have good intentions. We, we want so badly right. to achieve our goals. But then that's sustaining. Right. It's like we, we, we think we hit the peak or the top and, the, and then we can stop. And that's not the case. In order to sustain a certain level, you have to continue to work on it. You have to keep mm -hmm. moving. You, you, can't, you can't ever sit idle. No. Idle hands. What's that saying? Something about idle hands. Uh, when it comes to hand stuff, I'm Makes not you starve or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah, a hand. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that works good. Anyway, awesome. So I'm excited about this show. I've been working with my friend Becca Brooks and your friend too. She's your friend oh, too. Oh, yeah. She's everybody's so friend. So talented. She's awesome. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. very talented and has been helping us uh, put together some tools to on for our 30-day one decision challenge mm -hmm. and we're going to put these tools in our 2020 success planner and journal and it's some trackers that can help you sustain mm -hmm. if you will mm -hmm. or just stay on track and uh just continue on that journey of success and she's going to go over those with us and teach us a little bit about that so we're going to turn the show over to becca and uh let her introduce herself and take us through some goal setting and daily habit trackers and uh, let us have it, Becca. All right. I'm excited. Me Thanks, too. Becca. Thank you for having me. So one of the things that people run into whenever they're talking about goal setting, one of the biggest reasons that they don't accomplish goals is they say, I don't have enough time, right? Uh, we spend our days doing a lot of different things and not understanding that if we actually take a look at where that time is being spent, we probably have a lot more than we realize. So one of the tools that we developed for this challenge is something called a daily habit tracker. And this is really, really neat. Now, I will say it takes about a week. 
it's a little tedious for that week because you are tracking every everything that you're doing for a week. But what you're going to find is that, for instance, on here we have work, meals, social media, time with your partner, time with your kids. If you go Sunday to Sunday and you track an hour increment for every single hour that you spend on these things and then add up the totals at the end of the week, you may find out that you're spending 20 hours a week on social media and you're spending 10 hours a week watching TV or you're spending five hours a week with your kids. So you're actually spending more time on social media and watching television than you are with your family. So that's one of the reasons that a tool like this can be really, really helpful because setting a goal is great, but if you can't find the time to actually sustain and take each step as you go through, you've already lost, right? You're not going to accomplish that goal. So this is one of the tools that we're using. But the one that I get really excited about is something called mind mapping. Now, I was introduced to this back in the 90s. My sister worked for a company that actually taught this to corporations. The really cool thing about a mind map is that it lets you break things down into steps. So for instance, if I put a piece of pie on this counter and said, go ahead, eat that pie. You could not eat the entire pie in one sitting without getting sick, right? You could try. Well, the getting sick part. It's yeah. questionable. It's questionable. Hey, you know what? I will, say, I will say I have come very close. But the point is, at some point, you have to stop. Right. Um, it, goals are like that, too. If we look at a large-scale goal and we decide that we are going to just dive right in without taking the steps, it's like trying to take that whole piece of that whole pie and shove it in your face at once. If you go through steps, you can then enjoy it a piece at a time and hopefully avoid the stomach ache and the dissatisfaction that comes along with it afterwards. Mm -hmm. So we're going to walk through an actual mind map. I'm going to show you guys just uh, how to take something that is a little bit larger, break it down into smaller pieces so that you can then get to the point where you're accomplishing those goals. So the thing we do start out with first is what is the goal? Somebody give me a goal, a, bi a big one, something bigger. I want to write a book. Okay, write a book. All right. So, and I'm left-handed, so forgive me while I turn my back here, but um, hopefully you'll read we my... We like left... <laughs> okay. Kurt said he's left-handed too. That's a really big project, right? I mean, that is just a very, very large goal. It's right. lofty. Yep. So now what we need to do is break that down into some smaller steps. So the first step, writing your book. What do you think from this one step would be for writing a book? What is one of the very first things that you have to do? Subject. Having your subject, right? So you've got to have a defined subject. And this is going to look really funny because I'm writing at an angle, so I apologize. Okay, so defining your subject. And then after we've defined our subject, what is something else that we might want to do? In what environment are you, or where are you going to write this book? Right, finding Lo location. Like your location. At the time yeah. and location. Okay. And then let's do one last one. What is one other step that you would take or need to prepare for in writing that book? Publication. Time or pub time. Well, publication would be kind of towards that, that bigger picture, but finding the time, right? Making so let's the put time. Making the time. Scheduling, maybe. Mm -hmm. So now we've got subject, location, and time. Now we break it down even further. So when we go into the subject, we can then 
jot down what the genre might be. And then jot down, and you can kind of see what I'm doing here, right? I'm starting to slowly put together a map. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is I'm taking this big concept that, that and I will say I'm, I'm a writer, so I actually do have my memoir uh, started. And this is basically where I'm at, this big piece right here. So this is what I've kind of started doing for myself, is breaking it down piece by piece. Um, I already know my subject. I already know what the genre is. I already know roughly what the outline is. Because again, when you're writing, those would be those steps. Location. Uh, sometimes it's writing in my laptop on my, in my bedroom <laughs> when it's Saturday morning and I don't want to get up. Is that really conducive, though, to meeting my goal? Mm -hmm. Probably not, because I'm not dedicating what I need to to make this my focus. I tend to do my writing just when I have time. Like a lot of people, I use that excuse. If I were going to do this, though, I would say that I am going to write in my home office and only in my home office on set days of the week. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to dedicate then Mondays, Tuesdays, and let's say Sundays. Time. If I've done my daily habit tracker and I see that I'm spending 20 hours a week on social media, can't I then put an app on my phone that locks out social media from, I don't know, let's say 10 to 12 on those days. So I've eliminated now the need for those distractions, or I've eliminated those distractions in general. And now what I've done is made a commitment to doing it on these days. So the way that a mind map works, which is really, really interesting, is that a lot of times we say that we want to do something and we have really great intentions. We just don't know how to get started. This can help you break things down into smaller, more manageable pieces. I've actually done this when I've been in bad relationships. <laughs> I've done this when I have had a project or a deadline to do. I've done this when I've had a, something that I really want to achieve and I just find that I'm procrastinating, I'm putting it off. Because if I can see things visually and see them in black and white, I'm far more likely to then be able to look at what's stopping me and what excuses am I making to not reach this goal and what things do I really need to take into consideration here. If I looked over here at time, well, let's say I have kids at the house and they're really small and they're, you know, taking a lot of my time after school, then I know one of the considerations that I could put is kids. I still want to have that time with them, right? So now when I'm putting in these considerations or things that would potentially be a deterrent to reaching that goal, now I can look at how do I work around that. So it's, it's a really neat concept. Not something that's taught a lot to a lot of people anymore. It was really big in the 90s and then just kind of filtered away. Um, but I still think it's very, very effective, especially when we're talking about big ideas that we need to make into smaller, more manageable pieces. Uh, another trick, use color. It actually stimulates both sides of the brain at once. So even when you're studying, for instance, you can use this technique if you're in school or you're trying to learn a new uh, project for work. If you write in nonlinear fashion and you use lots of colors, 
listen to things like classical music, it actually stimulates both sides of the brain at once and helps you retain information better. So those are just some tips and tricks to help you kind of break things down, make them more manageable, and make it easier to sustain what you're <laughs> trying to do. Well, and Becca, that's what I was going to ask, and you're yes. alluding to some of the tips and tricks. For the audience and for us today, yes. you're writing on a whiteboard. Yes. Um, and I hear all the time, put your ideas down, write them. But what if you were going to give me advice on uh, make your map, or mm -hmm. it's interesting we used write a book because I've been writing one for nine years now. <laughs> yeah, but, me but, too. But what would your advice be? You know, do you, do you put it on a big whiteboard? Do you put it in the bathroom? Where do you keep it? How, how, how do you main, maintain, sustain your map? So what I suggest for sure is a whiteboard in an area that you know that you're going to come across every day. Mm -hmm. Again, we tend to kind of stop seeing things in our day-to-day -day lives. It, it just happens. We get comfortable with something. That's where the color helps too because our eyes are naturally drawn to color. So when we're using these maps and we work with colors, it'll help to instinctually draw our eye to it. You know, when you get something done, check it off. Yeah. Make a nice, bright neon color. Check it off. Again, that's actually helping to ping the reward center in your brain mm -hmm. that is saying, hey, job well done, which is going to motivate you to keep going down those steps. Right. So, yeah, there's just um, whiteboard is great. I like to handwrite everything. I do caution people, get out of the habit with stuff like this, doing it on a computer. You're not actually... Um, utilizing all the areas of, of your brain that you can when you're just typing. So handwriting is more effective and in this case. And that's why we're going to have it up. in our success planner and journal for 2020. Yes. Perfect. So yeah. there are going to be goal mapping sheets in the success planner so and journal. So everybody will can, have that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So everybody uh, that's a community member or a business member of I've Decided, you get your success planner and journal, right? That's a part of being a member of our organization. You get your success planner and journal. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hand these out in September. So at our half-day conference on September 7th, if you're a business member or a member of I've Decided during at that time, you will get your 2020 success planners and journals. And then as people sign up all throughout the next year, obviously they pick up their success planner journal whenever they sign up. But the mm -hmm. But it's, it's just a tool um, that I just love that Becca has shared with us. You. And you know what? It, it reminds me of a SMART goal. Right. It reminds me of kind of what they've turned into a SMART goal. But the thing about a SMART goal, and, and, they're, and that's a great uh, process as well. We use that a lot. But some people don't really understand how to get to that SMART goal. Mm -hmm. And, and you need someone to help you break it down to get you to a smart goal where the mind mapping actually takes your goal and you can figure out what the smart goals are. Right. Right. And the thing with this, too, that I, we, we've got the paper copy in front of us, but um, with more time, I'm sure you'd allude to to track it. Yes. You know, these are and, and put deadlines, you know, as part of the process. Yeah, it says and do by. Do by, yeah. Mm -hmm. And things to consider. And I love that because these are, like you said, these are deterrents. These are things mm -hmm. that I don't want to say distractions because our kids are not a distraction. No, that's the terrible word. Yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible word to describe our kids. We love our kids. Yeah, I mean, we not love our kids now. But, but it could yeah. be something that could detour us from achieving mm -hmm. at that particular time. So we need to consider our kids and how old they are and what times are home and when we want to spend time with them so that we don't, 
you know, set ourselves up for failure by scheduling a time when we know our toddler is going to be at the hem of our Mm -hmm. pants, right? Because so often, if you're like me, what you'll find is if you don't have, if you don't have any structure at all, you find your whole family, dinner's done, and then you're all just sitting there glued to the TV, you know, or the kids nowadays are just sitting there watching their phone and the TV, Yeah. but you're accomplishing nothing. Right. right. So Not. if you put something down and have a schedule, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Becca, real quick, we, we didn't really, I don't know that we gave you a proper introduction. I just oh. said my friend <laughs> Becca Brooks, but you have an or, you have a company, you're a, you're an independent business owner. Yes. Uh, how can people get in touch with you or, you know, what can you help people with? Well, I work with branding, so I can help companies, uh, basically anything that's printed, anything that is a visual representation of their goods and services is what I assist them with, as well as their photography. So can do their stock photos, custom art for their uh, walls, or help them just have that cohesive, consistent look with their branded materials. And they can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have New Life Design uh, Services, and then the website is newlifedesignphoto.com. Awesome. And I can testify for she did my business card, did a fantastic job. Thank so you, guys. I appreciate yeah. that. Yep. Well, and she did this mapping for us and has helped me tremendously, so I can testify. Awesome. <laughs> and As I think you just right. gave your own <laughs> self a testi- testify, too, by just explaining the goal mapping and um, your passion and helping. And, you know, that's what I decide is all about, right, Kurt? That's what just we're here for. people, helping you achieve your goals and dreams, whatever that might be. So uh, if you haven't joined our community Here's your invite. We'd love for you to check us out at I'veDecided.org where you get all the tools, resources, motivation, everything. Get to know people like mm-hmm. these people, like come, you, Kurt. Come see us at the garden. Come see us at yep. the garden. Um, our next open event will be our Success Social, which is on Friday, June 28th from 4.30 to 6. Mm-hmm. Um, come see us and check out what we can help, how we can help you. And thank you, Kurt, for being my co-host. Well, thank you. It's a lot of fun. Becca, thank you. Thank you. And our live audience, give you a clap (laughs) for yourselves. That's awesome. And hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Would you drop us a message on the comments? Let us know you've been watching. If you have any questions, let us know. We want to answer those. And uh, enjoy the rest of this beautiful Tuesday. We'll be back next week. You won't. You're going to be. You're leaving me all alone. Oh, I'll be here. I thought you said you were going to be gone. No, that was last month. Oh, well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get rid of me already. No, no, no. I thought you were getting rid of me. All right. See you guys later. Have a great day. Awesome. Life.com.